everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Blue and Gold Make Darlene. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Herendon Brewer. Okay. Yeah. And that was not your finest work. But... I tried. It's not a great name to spoonerize. <laughs> it's okay. It happens. Well, anyways, we are going to have a special episode this, uh, this Monday episode for you all. Uh, previewing the trade deadline. Uh, the trade deadline is happening uh, today, well, Monday, as you're listening to this. We're recording this on Sunday, so we yeah, might... A little peek behind the curtain. We might miss some stuff, uh, but we want to talk about the trade deadline as a whole across the league, some of the big names who are available, as well as, uh, more specifically, what the Sabres are going to be doing, or what we want them to do, and we're going to have a quiz for Taylor here. Yeah. So, uh, just to start off and get into it, why don't we... Uh, why don't we talk about the Sabres first? So, the latest reports from the Sabres... Unfortunately, we do. Uh, but we are contractually obligated to, actually, so we really do have to. <laughs> uh, but we uh, had recently found out a little bit earlier this afternoon a report from Chad G. Dominicus uh, that the Sabres were talking to Vegas about Jonathan Marsha show, which... Uh, I would think, yeah, I was going to say, I think everybody would probably agree like, okay, this is really good. Like, I don't know. I like that. I would would very much enjoy that. I would really like that. He already is at 20 and 20 this year. Uh, 20 goals, 20 assists, and I believe 53 games for Vegas. Uh, I mean, he's 29 years old, but he has a pretty solid cap hit of $5 million and for four more seasons after this season concludes. Um, fine. And he, yeah, I'm fine with it. And he's good. He's like actually good, been good, uh, and seemingly exactly the kind of guy who you would probably want to have uh, on a, a, as your complimentary winger to Jeff Skinner. Um, now the missing piece really is just to get a second line center, and then your top six is looking legit. If something Buddy, like that were to happen, they have a second line center. His name is Johan Larson. Oh my god. So. Don't forget it. Excuse me. Sorry. My my apologies. Well, uh, I mean, so Marchessault, last four years, 30 goals, 27, 25, and 20 so far this year. So he's on pace to be right where he is. Yeah, the guy puts the puck in the net. That is pretty, comes in pretty handy. Yeah. So it'd be very good to have him uh, in the top six. Now, the question is, what would be going back? That is the question indeed. And I, I mean, they seemingly need help on defense so i don't know i mean is it a risk to line in like would you know if you do it yeah <laughs> yeah it. right whatever <laughs> you else you have, have to include well i mean what if air. it's like risk to line in and like a prospect I, I don't know i mean like a good like Which a prospect um i mean obviously not dylan cousins or upl but like to be honest if it was anybody else i besides them Brian much. johnson yeah i would probably yeah well too. yeah what about a lightly used Zach Bogosian? I would love that. Maybe Matias Samuelson. Maybe we give him a him a go. You know, him and Ristolainen for uh, sure for Marshall Show. Sure, I'd be into that. I think Vegas is kind of desperate because the Pacific stinks this year, and we knew it was gonna. But everyone thought, oh, Vegas and San Jose will be duking it out for the top spot. Right. San Jose, one of the worst teams in the league, and they pretty much have lost everyone injury. Mm-hmm. And Vegas has not been able to, you know. Win the division. They're probably not going to win the division. They haven't been able to, to take advantage of that at all. Right. And they are they're right up against the cap. They have, I mean, a, a really talented team. Yes, they do. So I think they and they fired their coach. 
unexpectedly. Yep. So I think it's it's really. I mean, they're right they there for the division, though. This like be, that's the this thing. This be someone you want to trade with. Oh yeah, they're right there. So they they can still win the division. Mm-hmm. They haven't been in first place pretty much the entire year, and very flawed teams like Vancouver and Edmonton have been switching in and out of that. I Vancouver mean, is currently leading. Yeah. So Which that is this is a team crazy. you should try to take advantage of. Absolutely, and, you should. and for some reason, Marchessault has always been not underrated, but not appreciated by the teams he's on. Just just giving a quick rundown, he was on Columbus, which I don't even remember. He went to the Tampa Bay, and Tampa Bay is usually great at finding. Yeah, Mexico, and they never gave him a real shot. Right. And then he went to Florida on this like one year, one million dollar, something crazy like that. This great deal. Kills so it. Thirty goals. Yeah. And they, Dale Talon, basically, I forgot how which way it went. They incentivize they incentivize Vegas to take Riley Smith by giving them Marchessault. Mm-hmm. I think was the deal. <laughs> Look how well that turned out. Yeah, for them. both those guys were twenty goal scorers for a team that made the cup. Yeah, and Florida hasn't been back to the playoffs. So, I think Marchessault. I mean, that, that if it's going to be like Ristolainen, considering Marchessault is under a fair contract, he's getting old, but not quite old yet. He's still good right now. Yeah, like do that 100% slam dunk. I wouldn't think one. about it twice, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be interesting. I, I don't know. I I guess I don't really know what it would take, and it's more importantly, how do people value Ristolainen? I mean, he's got 26 points in 58 games this year. Um, he's. I mean, we know what he is, but we don't know what other people think of what he is, I guess. I'm sure some teams properly value him. I would assume so. Um, th- I think there would be maybe like an idea out there or like a desire to look at like hmm, maybe if we put him on a good team maybe if we put him as like a second pairing guy and played him a lot of power play minutes maybe that would work yeah you know or like they think maybe he just needs a different situation or oh look how big and physical he is right yeah and i mean I guess, works, who knows i mean tyler myers is what everyone says and honestly tyler myers is fine yeah. fine people people a lot of Sabres fans. Obviously, he was the Calder winner and never got any better, still to this day. A lot of Sabres fans didn't want to give up on him, and they would say, like, oh, Chara. The Islanders gave up on Chara. That was a bad move. Like, yes, it was, but Chara was uh, an all-star when he was 24. And now Risto, I think, is 24 right now. Mm-hmm. So he's basically, he's that same age. So giving up on him, you're giving up at an age, especially since he's played almost 500 games. It's an age where you should be giving up on him. If, if he if he or or not giving up but like you should know that he is what he is by now and when Tyler Myers left all Tyler Myers did was get put in a reduced role that worked for him better and still when Winnipeg made the conference final the number one thing on Twitter of the number one player that people complained about casual fans uh, during the series went oof I don't know about that was Tyler Myers because he is still that guy just mm-hmm. in a reduced role so you don't want to pay him all that money so if you can get right. Risto's money off the books Especially what we talked about in our last episode with uh, Kevin at Entrider. Yep. Uh, check that out if you haven't. Risto would be someone you 100% want off your books. I don't know if anyone can tell by listening to this podcast that we kind of want We're Risto not off fans. Team. We are not fans at all. We do not stand. Certainly not. Certainly not. Well, Ristolain is not the only name that's been thrown around there in the potential trade target conversation. Um, looking at the forwards, I mean, there's a good amount of names here. Of course, Evan Rodriguez, you know, we all know he requested a trade earlier in the season. Yeah. Uh, along with him, I mean, even Michael Froelich has been mentioned again, even <laughs> though we just got him. I don't know. I mean, the Sabres did for whatever reason. Uh, Johan Larson, which I really hope that wouldn't, like, break Kevin, if we were to trade him away, and then he just goes and flourishes with somebody. 
Uh, I look at him like uh, Brian Flynn. Yeah. Remember him? Of course. Solid. Good at his job. But honestly, you can trade him if you're going to get something. Right. I think Larson's probably more solid than Brian Flynn You can Flynn find was. another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Larson's good enough on defense and uh, possession, face-offs, all that stuff that makes him... Yeah, Plays with a little bit of better. a bite. Brian Flynn looked good. Yeah. Because he was on one of the worst teams ever. <laughs> Knows how to skate. Uh... So then, again, more of these guys who are forwards who are on expiring contracts. I mean, Zemgus Gergensen has been thrown around. Connor Sheary, Jimmy VC. Um, they should be able to get something for those guys, as in like a six-round pick. But <laughs> I'm serious. Like, what, 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 all, what are you paying for? You know, Jimmy, like 20 games of Jimmy VC. I guess I don't know. I mean, that's... if I'm the contender, I want no, no part of Jimmy VC. Of I course. would maybe want Larson for the fourth line. Yeah, maybe Connor Sheary. Probably more than VC, just because yeah. of the success, the playoff history. Um, I mean, Gergensen's and Larson, I feel like, are just two guys that people want, again, just for like... No, they're going to be here in 2030. Don't say that to me right now, please. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and then on defense, Brandon Montour's name has been thrown around. I know he's been a little bit underwhelming as of late. Um Yeesh. It sucks because I like him still, and I really don't want to think that that trade was bad. Um, and eh. so I guess I'll leave it at that. I want Montour to be good. Like, I mean, I like him. They traded Gooley, who doesn't seem like he he hasn't caught on at all in the NHL. And True. I, Who's to say they would have got the pick right? They probably would have just picked another defenseman. That's what I was gonna say. It's it, it was in the twenties, right? Just they just would have picked Brian Johnson, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's cousin, who's the exact same guy as him. Exactly. What they need, just another defenseman. Uh, I mean, so what are your thoughts, Taylor? I mean, what are you really looking for from the Sabres out of this? You know, on the one hand, you know, you could say you want them to be aggressive, but the other, it's like, well, wait, because it's more going to get done in the offseason. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we both agree that they shouldn't have, Botrill shouldn't have taken this season, kind of gave up on the season. Waited so long. Yeah, well, he gave up. He didn't, he didn't value the season. He didn't value winning this year, which is stupid. And, but now it's over. You don't really have a chance at the playoffs. The Sabres play the Leafs tonight. I think basically they'd have to catch the Leafs. They're eight points back if they win tonight. Or excuse me, they're ten points back. If they win tonight, they're eight points back. It's over. Like, this isn't happening, no matter how they finish. So, I'm fine with trading. Like, it's weird. I I think on one hand, yes, you'd like to make that big swing trade. And we were talking about getting March or so. Yeah. That'd be great. The Bristol-Lining trade finally happening. Great. But, but, here's the thing, though. And I heard this pointed out, and it's a great point. With trading all these other guys, yeah, in uh, in a vacuum, I say, yeah, Sherry for a fifth round pick, why not? Now you have an extra fifth round pick. You, you, Sherry's useless for you the rest mm-hmm. of the year. But trading all of them, like if you traded Sherry, you need the bodies Larson, back. Yes, you do because, and I agree with this. They value what they're doing in Rochester, mm-hmm. and I think it's good. I mean, that's one of the things that's actually worked out in the Botrail era is that Rochester is competitive again, and it should be like a a good breeding ground for guys that are. I'm going to put this, like, future NHL guys, whether or not they're future stars or right. future prospects, they should be in a good environment down there, a winning environment. And if you trade all those guys and don't get bodies back, you're going to have to bring up, like, everyone. Right. And Rochester's probably not You can't really good. afford to do. Right, yeah, 100%. And it goes against what you're trying to do, like what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And on top of that, I mean, I don't know. What, what, do you think we're going to see any Cousins this year? 
I don't know. I mean, my thought is it, it really is all going to depend on how far Lethbridge goes in the WHL playoffs. I mean, do you want to see him? Like, yeah, sure. But also you probably want them to make a run and for him to go after the Calder Cup. Um, you know, or one of my... Memorial Cup, right? Did I say the Calder Cup? Sorry, the Memorial Cup. Because what I was going to say then is my preseason prediction was that you were going to see him come in and he was going to help Rochester get through the first round of the Calder Cup playoffs. Uh and I hope that does happen. I mean, I guess it's like tough, you know. I, I think both tracks are good. I think that he's proven what he's needed to prove uh, in the WHL. I mean, he's like in the top five in scoring there. He's had like multiple hat tricks as of late. He's been awesome. Uh, you know, let's see what he can do against some increased competition here. You know, he's got the frame. He's got the skating. Uh, he has the style of play. Uh, I mean... You know, I want to see what he can do against those guys in Rochester and see what he could do in the playoffs and in a big moment. Like, because if you get a guy where, you know, he's a top 10 pick, but he can step in into pro hockey and help contribute in the playoffs in a big moment, like at whatever he is, 19 years old, like that is. It'd be nice. That's best case scenario. Like, that's better than you can even dream of. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I hope we do, but at the same time, if we don't, like, I'm not going to worry about it because that just is going to mean that he's going to be killing it in the WHL playoffs. What else What else we got on tap for this trade deadline? Well, I mean, as far as the Sabres go, I think one thing that we have to keep in mind also is goaltending. If they're going to do anything to address that, are you comfortable with Jonas Johansson being the other goalie? Are you actually content with Carter Hutton? I mean, yeah. Hutton, no and no. Yeah, right. As I said before, there's no need to... You can, I mean, it's fine now. Yeah, so, I know, agree. But I mean, over, but. yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And I guess that's my point, though, is that you have a lot of these marquee, these huge decisions that you have to make. But at the same time, you know, if the season's over, what's the point of doing it now and probably pay, paying a little bit of a higher price than what you would pay in June around the draft? Um, you know, I, I late, we were talking about this the other day. Taylor and I went to uh, 2000s night together. We went and saw the Sabres in that overtime thriller. Hell yeah. Uh, it was Welcome awesome. Back, Victor. That was <clears throat> amazing. That amazing. Um, but one of the things that, that I believe we were talking about, though, was the goaltending situation and, and some teams you can look at. And to me, you know, in the offseason, I think of two teams that are going to have to make a, a decision about what their goaltending future is that the Sabres should target. And that's Vancouver and that's Columbus. Is Vancouver going to let Jacob Markstrom walk if he just, uh, like, like, go into free agency if he just leads him to the playoffs just because they have Thatcher Demko waiting? I wouldn't. I know. And so then Demko if that... Demko hasn't had a great year Yeah, but then if then Co comes avail- becomes available, that's a move that I want the Sabres to make 100 times yes. out of 100. Yeah. Um, same thing goes with Columbus with, with uh, Jonas Corpisalo. I mean, he's soon to be coming back from injury. But, you know, the man El- the man at the legend, Elvis, just stepping in and has gone on a tear for them. Both of them are RFAs, and they're up at the end of the year. They're going to have to make a decision what they want to do because they're also fighting for a playoff spot right now, I might add, I too. Know. So you that is going to be I, I mean, wild to see what's yeah, going to happen. I, they hold the first playoff spot right now, or the wild card spot, too. What if Columbus just signs both of them? Yeah, but, I mean, are you going to do that, though? Like... What if one of what if they one of them leads them to the playoffs and then like the other one's gonna be so valuable? Are you gonna just want them to like wait or are you gonna try and maximize what you can get? I mean, Columbus needs some serious help with scoring. Also, That's the Rangers true. could be a well, team. We can't help with that. Well, we can't help with that, but the Rangers could be another one too. Alexander Georgiev. I mean, they're yeah. gonna have to do something with him because yeah. Igor Shosturkin has been 
Trade Lundqvist. Outstanding. Us. I would love to have Henrik Lundqvist. He is so handsome. That would be awesome. It, yeah. <laughs> it's weird he's not a bigger deal. Best goalie of his era. Super mm-hmm. handsome. He's basically like a model. Hangs out with cool people. He plays in New York. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's the man. Hasn't aged a day. Not at all. Oh, God, no. I know. I, I, it's such a shame that he's probably never going to win a cup. It, it makes sucks. me very yeah. sad. It's very sad. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. though, so what do we want to look at the rest of the league, some of the other big names that are out there? Who's available? I'll tell you if I'd want him or not. Okay, that's yeah, let's do that. I, I like that. So there's a there's a number of pretty big names uh, around, some, some pretty solid, productive guys who probably are going to have some high prices, but let's go through the list here of some of the top guys who are available. So starting off, speaking of the New York Rangers, Chris Kreider, uh, you know, I mean, he, he initially, it seemed like he was going to be on his way out. Now there's reports that the Rangers and him are having negotiations for a potential contract yeah, bring uh, back extension. Rangers. Yeah, would you want Chris Kreider? Uh, well, none of these moves make sense for the Sabres because yeah. they're sellers. But, like, it, yeah, since he's UFA now, right? Yes, he's going in, to in be. In the summer, if he doesn't sign with uh, the Rangers, hell yeah, definitely. How Are about you- uh, Jean-Gabriel... Peugeot from Ottawa. Uh, I guess. He's having a career year this year. I mean, yeah, scored four goals in a playoff game that one time. Mm-hmm. Remember how weird that was? Yeah, he's good. I mean, Ottawa in the playoffs, huh? Yeah, he's. It's so weird. Yeah. They were in the. They were in the conference finals. Game like, seven overtime. Oh my god! Less than three years ago. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Now they're going to make the playoffs again before us. <sighs> don't say I'm, I'm that. Joking. Please. But don't they say probably that. have two top five but, picks this year. Yep, they will. Can you imagine if they get Byfield and Lafreniere? Ugh. I don't think I'd be able to handle that. Lafreniere has to go to Montreal. That's my that's my thought. That's a great Montreal name. They're going to make a miraculous comeback, and somebody's going to start a franchise in Quebec before this next year, and then he's going to go first overall to Quebec. I like it. All right, fair enough. <laughs> that He's like the Frenchest, that's like the Frenchest name I've ever heard. Yeah. Alexis Lafreniere. Like, well, I come mean, on. Montreal's in Quebec, so. Well, yeah, but like, let's just go all the way. Sure. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Tyler Toffoli though from the Kings, he's another yes. name. The Sabers. I would Had love a hat trick. Yeah. Yesterday was it? Well, Sunday for you or Saturday for you listeners. Mm. Uh, yes, we wanted him when that was a rumor in like October. Yeah, that would have been nice. Give us the Toffoli. How about uh, in Minnesota? A couple of, of their defensemen actually, uh, Jonas Brodin, and actually his name's been thrown out a little bit, but Matt Dumba. Who's been having a little bit of a down year this Can't year? Pass on Dumba. Really? Actually, pass on both of them. You wouldn't him. want Dumba? Mm. I would. Like, he. Uh, I mean, uh, he. I. Bass. He plays big minutes for them. I mean, I know they're not great. Like Minnesota's not great, but like he last year. I mean, he's put hey, up. Brodeen. How old is Dumba? Dumba's pretty young. I think he's only like twenty-four. Uh, maybe. I gotta say no to some of these guys. Well, that's fair. Let me see how old he is. Oh, he's twenty-five. Oh, that's not bad. Okay. Uh, I mean, and he's like a solid... I mean, yeah, I guess we... You know, defensemen aren't really exactly what we need. But I will yeah, say, though, I mean... Uh, yeah, we'll take him. I would like to. I mean, he put up 50 points in 2017-18. He, put, he scored 14 goals. Like, he talked... And it sucks, too, because he before the season, full disclosure, he talked about the fact that he wanted to be, like... Because, like, the fact, you know, he was in an interview and talking about how defensemen never score 20 goals, and he said he wants to be the defenseman that, like, breaks that and, like, scores 20 goals. And then he's just having, Fred like... Fred just scored 20 goals, like, two years ago. Yeah, I know. But, like, he said that he wanted to start doing that, and then he just has had, like, a garbage year. 
Which sucks, point yeah. production-wise. I mean, whatever. Uh, how about Brendan Dillon from the Sharks? The Sharks, now Eric Carlson's out for the year. I mean, uh, Tomas Hurdle was out yeah. for the year. They Tomas are Hurdle in rough... Ru- yes, they're in rough shape right now. Um, I mean, Aaron Dell is their starting goalie because Martin Jones stinks. is just bad. Also stinks. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, Vlasic's old. Thornton's yeah. old. Marlowe, old. Yep. Did not help to bring him back. Turns out Pavelski was pretty important. Yeah, very. That's yeah. probably an understatement. Couture's still good, though. Yeah. Brent Burns, old. Brent Burns is Bad old. contract. How about... Uh, Vander Kane, big trash. Not really, yeah, but... He's, yeah, but in other ways. Uh, how about Ilya Kovalchuk? He's, uh, <laughs> again, on the market with Montreal, seemingly like they're like not... They're kind of in a similar spot to the Sabres. Yeah, they're not making But he's rest. been producing for them. Yeah, Kovalchuk never won a cup, got to one. Only really made one long playoff run, hmm. if I'm remembering correctly. It was the 2012 Devils. So yeah, it'd yeah. be cool to see him, right? Yep. Uh, a guy who I really want the Sabres to make a run for, actually, in the offseason for this whole second-line center role. Uh, he has had a bit of a down year this year. Hasn't really fit with his new team, but previously was a solid, consistent 60-point guy. Michael Granlund from Nashville. Um I'm generally against UFA signings, but if there's any way that like you can get him on like a four-year deal or something like that, uh, I'm doing that a hundred times out of a hundred. Like he, I think, is a d- dynamic playmaker. Him and like playing with Jeff Skinner is something that I really like the idea of a lot. He was great in Minnesota. He hasn't really found a fit with Nashville, but I don't know. I think if you're gonna make a move for somebody to address a need, like that's a solid way of addressing one let's do it let's do it sign him up all right he's in uh and then yes yeah, i mean some of the goalies too like we mentioned alexander georgiev i mean he's probably the biggest goalie name out there a lot of rumors with him and maybe toronto for uh kasperi kapanen to go back to new york hmm. um if you you could do a thing where like you have georgiev dress up like in a rain slicker mm-hmm. and look at like a sewer like a storm drain and you have a clown down there and he says hi uh, georgiev oh yeah oh. like that movie with the clown you know that's the first thing i thought of that was great yeah i, mean, I don't know i guess he's fine we could use a goalie all right almost well, everyone's better than the goalie we have hey so. i have an idea would you like to do a quiz uh no but i guess i'm gonna have to okay good you're gonna do it yeah so while we're talking about the trade deadline here i thought it would be fun if we went through uh year by year from 2000 up until last season and i'm going to ask you and give you clues for if needed the biggest name that the sabers traded away in that full season traded away yes Hmm. okay okay yes 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 so what we can do we will go to the 2018 2019 season so the biggest name who's the, to say the biggest name i mean i think a lot of these are probably pretty uh pretty pretty easy but for that season yeah between like the 2018-2019 season um and that's including of course the the infamous 2018 off season so this is an easy one ryan to o'reilly. start ryan o'reilly yeah I, I think i like the deadline but yeah okay no yeah. no no o'reilly. just in general like we'll do yeah. for each season that's not just the one. deadline that's technically the first day of the season yep july 1st to june 30th is how the yes. season so yeah great way to start that one off fellas oh yeah that's great i thought we'd start off on a lighter note 
All right, so then we are going to go back to 2017, 2018. This one is also probably a relatively easy one. Evander. Evander Kane on February 26th at the trade deadline. That one turned out really great for us. Wouldn't you say? Did it? No. (laughs) No, I mean, like, I'm trying to think who even got in that. Daniel Reagan? Yep, and a first-round pick that I don't even think we ever saw. Um, The first-round pick was uh, the one that we gave to Anaheim for Montour. Yes. So, yeah, you, you could say that trade sucked. Yep, a little bit. All right, well, hey, how about we go back then? Now we are in 2016-2017. Uh, this one's a little bit tougher, but another just infamous trade, especially with Sabres analytics people. Pesic. Mark Pesic for Dmitry Kulikov. All right, going back then, we are now moving into – oh, sorry, we're just taking a second to load here. The 2015-2016 season. Um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name is. He came over with O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie McGinn. Jamie McGinn. Yeah. That would be correct. People wanted to sign him to like a long-term deal for a third-round pick. Yeah. Yeah, I know they did. They because he was like really good friends with Jack, I believe. They him and him and Jack had yeah. a nice relationship. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. He's not that good. Would you also say potentially? I mean, another name possibly that you could include here, Nikita Zadorov. But oh yeah, does that count? Technically, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because that was the pr- the prior draft when they traded for O'Reilly. Or you could say this. Mikhail Grigorenko. Mikhail Grigorenko. Yeah. First round pick. I mean, both of them were first round picks, actually. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on now into the 2014-2015 season. And one thing that I would like to note, when I say biggest names, a lot of times it's just, I guess you could maybe make an argument otherwise, but that's no fun. So we're just going to go by what I think. Uh, So the biggest player we traded away in that year. Michael Neuwirth. I mean, you could technically say him. He's one of them. They traded Jonas Enroth. Yep, he's another Corey one. Mitchell, our boy Brian Flynn. Uh, Big trade this year, though, that brought in important people who we already talked about. Oh, Tyler Myers. Tyler Myers. Yeah, Tyler yes. Myers and Drew Stafford. Yep. It's definitely Tyler Myers, yeah. Yeah. Tyler Myers, Drew Stafford, and... Brendan Lemieux. Oh, yeah. And Joel Armia. Yeah. And a first-round pick that turned into Jack Roslovich. Roslovich, whatever his name is. Yes. All right. All right. 13, 14. Let's get this one out of the way. It's, uh, oh, you know what? That's Miller. Yeah, it is Vanek Miller. Is <laughs> Vanek is right there. Yeah, those that both a, happened. Yeah. Year before is Pominville. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. 11, 12. Ooh, that's a fun one. I'm going to say. Wait, no, 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 no. Wait. Oh, yeah, no, we are 2011, 12. Yeah, yeah. Is that Cassian? For 2011, 12. Or Paul Gostad. It could be either one of those. I think either one of those is probably an acceptable answer. Yeah, I'll say Paul Gostad. He played for the Who team. did we acquire in that offseason? Uh, John Scott. The rights to somebody. Oh, so the... Okay, so I'm trying to think about this. So that's 20... This is before the 2011 season? Yes. Uh, Erhoff Yes, and... Christian Erhoff. And who do they bring back and also acquire? Robin Regeer. And who do they bring back with that same trade? Bring back. With, with the Airhoff one? No, with Regeer. Uh, who came with Regeer? Shootout Master. Linus Omark. No. Nope. Uh, no. Uh, Shootout Master. 
Did Coda Leak come back? Alesh Coda Leak came oh, back. I completely forgot he came back to the yes, Sabres. Yes, he did. Not a 2000s night, conspicuously absent. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I didn't even. Didn't I wonder an explanation because what... Afeni Genoff is still playing somehow. Right. Miller is still playing. Um, Drury is busy being a GM. The yep. only other person we really wanted to see. Wait, was. Talinder and Ludman weren't there. And Vanek. Uh, Vanek, we don't really know what the deal with him is. Yeah, he's in prison <laughs> for being lazy. <laughs> all right let's move on uh 2010-2011 doesn't really count because the sabers brought in brad boys and the only and they sent out a, a second round Your pick boy. no you you have his jersey remember um so let's go back now we're in 2009-2010 so they traded for there's two notable saber like okay. bottom six guys so they traded i'm trying to th- get, think of this one which one this is they traded for Rafi Torres. They did, but that wasn't the one though. They uh, they sent Nathan Pache in a second round pick for him. Ugh. But they traded two guys who, one of them went on to become a Stanley Cup winner, and the other one Dan uh, Pye. Dan Pye, yes, to Boston, and then the other trade of like a notable name that they made was somebody that they traded to the Atlanta Thrashers actually, and he had uh, had injuries if I remember correctly that kind of kept him from living up to his full potential. Okay, so that sounds like a prospect. Mm, he played with the Sabres. Okay, so he played with the Sabres. He's a forward? Mm-hmm. Played with Ottawa and Toronto. Oh. Clark MacArthur? Clark MacArthur. Yeah, so many concussions. I didn't realize he was around that long. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was solid, but yeah, man, he got his brain scrambled. A little bit. Yeah, not not great. All right, so then let's uh, let's move on here to two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Okay, they traded for Dominic Moore, didn't they? They they did trade for Dominic Moore, but that was only for a draft pick. Okay, so somebody who we already mentioned actually is is oh, the name here. Kodalik. Alash Kodalik. Yes, they traded him to the Oilers for a second round pick. Sabers big acquisition that offseason also Craig Reve. That was big. Yeah, I don't know who they traded. Two second-round picks. Not worth it. <laughs> that sucks. Did you know that the Sabres... No, hear stupid The Sabres takes. got a second and a third for Steve Bernier. What? Yeah. And they took the third-round pick. They used uh, Braden McNabb. And then they traded Braden McNabb in two seconds for Nick DeLaurier. And Hudson Fashing, and that turned out really, really great for us. Yeah. All right, 2007, 2008. Trade, trade. This is a big one. Uh, Brian Campbell. Big sad. Big sad. Man, that Love was a you, tough Brian. one. I always that honestly, we talk about Jan, uh, Did people boo him at two thousands night when he came no, out, or were they doing soupy? Soupy. Okay. Yeah. I knew they did that for Gostad, but like some, it got me a little worried with Brian Campbell because I was like, this is stupid. If you guys, people booed him when he came back after he cried at his press conference when he got traded, and stupid. that made me so mad. <laughs> Rationally, that was angry. yeah. Darcy, man, he really had a year, didn't he? Horrible. Let, let those guys walk for Aaron Jury. What I was gonna say was Campbell uh, would have been the best one to hang on to because he was good for so long. He was good till like 2016, mm-hmm. and Briere was good till like 2013. And yeah. Jury was pretty immediately bad. He had a good year, and then he yeah tanked. It turned out to be they, neither of them played through their contract. No, Campbell would have been the guy. Campbell would have been the Won guy to cup. stick around. Yeah. 
I mean, either way, though, you just don't know, though. Like, if Briere and Drury stay, like, you just don't know how things would have been different. You really don't. Yeah. Drury could have had a completely different I think he rest probably of his career. Wouldn't have. The thing is, you couldn't keep all three of those guys, I don't think. You definitely could have. All three? Yeah. Why wouldn't you have? If they wouldn't have actually botched this. And Vanek this, and Miller. If they would not have botched that from the start and gave Bru- Drury and Briere. They were going to sign them to those five million dollar con- like the five. The Drew five was going to be four year twenty three million. Yeah, and Briere was going to be five by five, and they were going to do and... it before oh six oh seven season. Mm-hmm. You sign them to that, you easily still are able to do the offer sheet with, or you don't even do the offer sheet with Vanek because you still have those two, and then you just get three first round picks along with keeping your core intact. Mm, I take Vanek, I think, in that scenario. Over the three first round picks if from. If you're trying Ad- to win the cup. I mean. Yeah, I guess, but like... And the Oilers don't bottom out if they don't have their picks. They would have still been Do you bad, think though. Thomas Vanek makes the difference that they no, don't... No, they don't try to bottom out. Or they don't They don't have no reason to. Right, they but... might still be bad. As we've that's what I mean, though. But no, no if, you're, if you keep Drury and Breer and you're trying to win the Cup, no, you don't let Vanek go. And they, they you might no, not I mean, get the I get that. Yeah. in that case. No, but I think... If you think about it this way, though. So you're paying Drury and Breer a combined like a little bit over $10 million, And then you're paying Miller... And you have to pay Vanek that seven million, and then you got to pay Campbell probably a good amount too, like six to seven million. I'm not sure you could have made all that work with like. In that case, yeah, maybe you make all those guys work and you get rid of Derek Roy. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. Like, if you got to make tough decisions, you got to make tough decisions. I don't know. I want to see here if we could figure out the Sabres salary. If we could find that on Cap Friendly or something. Let's see. Let's. See. What was the NHL salary cap in 2007? Um, was it forty-four million? Yeah, see, that's tough. Yeah, it is, but I mean, I don't know. I don't. You almost half half your salary cap for those guys. So, yeah, I would. I mean, and you're looking at that team too. The the Sabers in 07-08, they still should have been good. They were fourth in the league in scoring, still fourth in goals, which is. I think kind of insane if you think about it. They were first in the year before, obviously. So the real reason they were kind of bad that year wasn't explicitly because no Drew and Breer. It was partially because Ryan Miller, really tough year. Yeah. Uh, he lost his cousin, who you might remember he had right. on the back of his. Of course, uh, it was tough. Mask. Yeah. And he then they played him like seventy six times because they had traded Baron, didn't resign Ty Conklin. Well, you just answered oh six oh seven. Yeah. <laughs> on yes and then they just paid jocelyn tebalt who was old as hell and terrible and they didn't make a move at the deadline for another goalie it was terrible unbelievable and lindy was like no miller in your emotionally distraught state having the worst year of your career this is a great idea 50 more times anyway baron uh was 0607 yep so we're in 0506 right now who did they trade away in 0506? It was actually the person who they traded away. It netted them the pick that got them Jonas Enroth. So Jonas when Enroth. was the trade made? Was it a deadline trade? It was. It was on March 9th, 2006. Mika Nornan? Mika Nornan. Wow, Taylor. That was great, man. Mika. Great call there. He that one time, remember? He did. He absolutely did. He didn't, he didn't do the actual scoring, but... He just touched. He did get the goal though. He got credited with it. Yeah, he touched the puck last. So moving on here, oh three, oh four. There's actually two answers to this, to the two biggest names, because I feel like it's two guys who were really a firm part of those uh, the late '90s, early 2000s Sabers. So uh, the trade, the team. Do you want the teams that they were traded to? 
Well, let me guess first. Okay. Did, uh, man, did Curtis Brown get traded? Curtis Brown, yes. Curtis Brown and uh, Andy Delmore to San Jose for Jeff Jilson. Yeah. Uh, and a ninth round pick. Ninth round. Given at given pick at the end of the seventh round due to the elimination of the eighth and ninth round, so it was technically at the end of the seventh. Yes, huh. that's when that change happened. Uh, then there's one more actually. Uh, in o three o four. And it actually was. Well, this is it would be too much of a hint, so I can't tell you unless you want me to. James Patrick. No. Well, what what's the what hints do you got? What team was it? Did he go to? Calgary. It brought back somebody very important to the Sabres. It brought back Drury? It brought back Drury. Who did they trade? Man, I should know this. He was at the 2000s night. Oh, okay, that'll help. Everyone knows Chris Gratton, Danny Breer. Great trade for both sides. Certainly. Uh, Drury, that's a tough one. So he's at 2000s night, though. You should know. I think you'll you'll get a little upset that you don't know this. Is it Grosick? No. Defenseman. Defenseman, okay. Rhett Warner. Rhett Warner. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That yeah, also, is also, real quick, mm-hmm. they introduced the 2000s tonight lineup in alphabetical order. So stupid. We, yeah, what was that? Like, I was, I, I didn't figure, I couldn't figure out what they were doing because I'm an idiot and didn't realize that at the time. I was like, why is Briere, why is Briere going so soon? He was like the second person. Why was Rhett Warner last? I don't think we have that kind of connection as no. fans with Rhett Warner. No. Just... Just do it. I know you're not trying to offend anyone, but do like Mike Ryan first. I was shocked Mike Ryan was there. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just have it be Breer and Campbell like the last two? It just makes too much sense. Yeah. And so they were like right there. In the and Pommon, or actually Pommonville, really, it should have been those, probably. Uh, it should have been Campbell, Pommonville, Breer should have been what it was at By the way, end. No Shatan. No Shatan. That was disappointing. They're really missing a lot of guys with these. I don't understand. I mean, is he? he's probably an executive somewhere, I would assume, right? Isn't he? Let's look this up. Look up what Shatan's doing. And in the meantime, let's talk about 2002-2003. Because there's actually a few uh, well, a that, few names that... I bet they sold the deadline that year. That, that they was did. A, there's a, there's a, few, a few names here that are pretty big. So I'm curious if you can get them. Okay, so Shatan does not have an occupation listed on his Wikipedia. Interesting. Yeah, he retired in 2014. Wow, that was he was playing. Yeah, he was with Boston. Uh, oh, he's in tw- in June 2019. He was elected president of the Slovak Ice Hockey Federation. I bet he could have gotten a day off. I think he could have. He doesn't live here, so no. All right, o two o three. Yep. Okay. Well, Chris Gratton. Yes, but there are bigger names. Bigger names. <clears throat> um, man, this is man, this is this is a good while ago. Uh, so just doing one at a time. Is there any of the deadlines that happened? Yeah, okay. two of them. Actually, along with Chris Gratton, there was two other big ones that Rob happened. Rob Ray? Rob Ray in future considera- for future considerations that I don't think ever materialized they to Ottawa. They considered us, which is nice of them. Yep. Uh, great move, Ottawa. I can imagine why you idiots never won a Stanley Cup. <laughs> big trade deadline deal for Rob Ray. <laughs> 40 years old. What about uh, a trade that involved Sabres legend Michael Ryan? I know, I know there's another one. I remember I was homesick from school when Rob Ray got traded. This is a very sad one. Yeah, this is a... Okay. A, a beloved Sabre. Beloved. So... I don't think he was at 2000. He was working, probably. Let me think here. Cause, okay. Very beloved Let's Sabre. Um, couldn't be a goalie. Nope. I Went think. to a Western Conference team. Hmm. Let's see. A team 
that is very controversial in Sabres history. Dallas Stars. Yeah. Who do they trade to the Stars? Let's see. Huh. All right, beloved Sabre. And I know it wasn't Pekka. I know it wasn't Shatan. Uh, You're in the right mold, though, with guys who were leaders on the Sabres. It wasn't Wooly. He was another name, though. He was traded to Detroit. He was another one yeah. I was going to get to. Um, he was traded the in the season or in the off season prior, though. This is probably the biggest one. Not James Patrick. No, no I've said him multiple times now. I don't He's even know a forward. A forward. Okay. Forward. He's an assistant coach, or was an assistant coach for the Sabers? No. Oh, somewhere else. For Dallas, actually. Oh, then I really should know this. He's probably on you. Rough super staff. should know this. He wasn't on rough staff, but you oh. should know it. he was there after Ruff was in Dallas. He okay. recently got let go of there. I'm so, pretty sure. I'm trying to think of who their good goal scorers were. Should I not be thinking of that? No, I mean it's a pretty obvious one. He's a, le- a big leader. When you were talking about where I was confused with Brian Campbell, whether they're saying Boo or Sue. Stu Barnes. Stu Barnes. There yeah, you go. Yeah, Dallas should have given it away. Yeah. I didn't know he was an assistant coach. Good he point. was. He was. Yeah. Traded for Mike Ryan in a second round pick. Oh, boy. Yep. Great. That's tra- not good. Great trade. <laughs> great great move there. Stu All Barnes, right. Man. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of great moves, 2001 into 2002. This is an obvious one. There's two answers to this one, but one is far, far worse. Uh, I'm going to cash it. Yeah. For Slava Kozlov. Uh, 2002 first round pick, which turned into Jim Slater, Sabres legend, as we all know. Jim Slater, he's an HR. Yep, and and then there was another big trade that happened. Um, who you already mentioned the person? Oh, Pekka. Michael Pekka, two. Another bad trade. The Islanders. Four. Uh, I don't remember. Someone important though. Yep. Kyle Oposo. Yep. Matt Molson. <laughs> yep. That's it. Uh. Very handsome Tim man. Connelly. And the handsome man. The handsome man. Taylor Pyatt? The man who is going to save the Taylors from Taylor extinction. Taylor Pyatt. Hell yeah. We need to get over this Taylor Swift bullshit. <coughs> Taylor True. Pyatt are linking up. That's right. Me, All right. Him, Chris Last Taylor, one. Taylor Fadoon. 2000 to 2001. This is a tough one, I think. And the trade was to Columbus with a guy who has an incredible name who I've said for our player of the episode. So Columbus had Jeff Sanderson, but I think that was the expansion draft. Yes, it's another it's another non Jeff Sanderson guy. Uh, I consider myself a non Jeff Sanderson guy. There you go. Uh, okay. Let's think here. He's got a French ass name. French ass name, Jean Luc Grandpierre. Jean Luc Grandpierre, that <laughs> oh, would be man. it. He was good. Yeah, he was. I, liked him. I definitely did too. He uh, he was cool defenseman, I believe, right? Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, well, uh, any last thoughts, Taylor, on the Sabres, on the deadline, on life? Stink. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's why. That <laughs> what are you guys point. doing? <laughs> oh, God. Hey, we did pretty well there. You did good. That Aside was really from, good. Took a, it took a long time to get Stu Barnes. That's okay. I, uh, I don't know if you saw the clip floating around of when we played the Penguins in 2001 mm-hmm. in the playoffs, second round. Stu Barnes put them up three to two in the series with an overtime goal, mm-hmm. game five, and you know he does he dashes across the ice. It's a really good call, and I've heard that call with RJ. But the clip that was on Twitter was using it's either the Pittsburgh broadcast or the national broadcast, and I was like, oh, I, I heard the I kept listening. To it. I was like, who is this voice? This sounds so familiar, but it's not Doc Emmerich. Oh, you didn't know who it was? Yeah, Gary Thorne. Come on. Yeah, I was like, I love Gary Thorne, but now when I think of him, all I think about is him like 
getting like spitting mad about the Orioles. Oh my god! <laughs> I would just think like Gary Thorne pissed off at Paul O'Neill. Wow! Or, like flipping out about like Glaber Torres hitting his hundredth home run of the year against the Orioles. Mm-hmm. You ever heard that clip? That's a great yeah. clip. I'm just like stop you, it. By the way, what have you thought of the Astros stuff? Uh, I don't want to get too much into it, but they should all be executed. <laughs> I will say Carlos Correa saying what he said on either Saturday or Friday about so okay maybe Altuve you know didn't do the garbage can thing or him saying the guys blah 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 respect or whatever all shut up like you guys didn't get in trouble That's, I don't understand how the players have no responsibility it's in this unbelievable at all. and the, the MLB obviously messed this up but like you got away with it you get to win a World Series while cheating now you gotta you gotta sit back and take it while everyone gets mad at you yeah you gotta listen to Trevor Bauer it's a fair price to pay this. Trevor Bauer and like Cody Bellinger was 100%. Bellinger's, I loved his. Right. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. No, it was ridiculous. And he, he called it, I appreciate him calling it a stolen MVP that Altuve yep. won. So, like, yeah, okay, Altuve maybe didn't use the garbage can thing. And there's some evidence to back that Yankees got to trade for him now, by the way. I just want to put that out Altuve? there. Altuve? No, Bellinger. Bellinger. They yeah, have to. The his dad played there. It makes too much sense. Come on. <laughs> Why do the Dodgers want to give him up? Because the Yankees deserve it, man. Okay. That's all. They're just going to trade. Did he win the MVP last year? I think he did. Yeah, so. No, but anyway, El Tuve absolutely <laughs> wore a buzzer. How about Clint Frazier for Cody Ballinger? Uh, as I've said many times, <laughs> I can have a lightly used Greg Bird. Provided he's still in the organization. <laughs> I know they DFA'd him. Oh, yeah. You can have Greg Bird, but look, his fingers a are falling off and stuff. Greg... <laughs> he's oh, he's God. not in tip-top shape. Hockey, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, getting back to the hockey. Yeah. My well, main prediction is this is a quiet deadline. Okay, and that's people fair. might be listening uh, after this, after the deadline's over. Mm-hmm. They might be thinking these guys are completely wrong about everything. But I think every year the deadline's pretty quiet. There's not that many teams that are 100% sellers. Right. And those teams don't have a ton of guys you would want. That's my prediction. Quiet deadline. Oh my god. Can I just actually say something that I just thought of that I, I well I just found that I didn't realize was a real thing? What? The Sabres, when they traded Doug Bodger Doug Bodger to uh San Jose in nineteen ninety five, it was for Vaclav Verada uh a fourth round pick and a nineteen ninety six first round pick. And that pick was eventually taken with Daniel Briere. But the Sabres obviously did not make that pick. They traded it to Winnipeg, and then Winnipeg sent must have sent it to no. Winnipeg moved to Phoenix. Oh yeah, right, right. Actually, yeah. that's yeah, exactly. And so then that's wow. Come on, that's wild. I never knew that. That either. is amazing. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I like was moving too fast for my brain there. But yes, yeah, so then when Winnipeg relocated to Phoenix, yeah, like the next year. That is crazy stuff. Uh, all right, so do we want to uh, just wrap things up here then? Let's do it. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this has been Blue and Gold Make Darlene. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Blue and Gold Cast. Be sure to check out the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net and uh, uh, online on their website at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. Now it's time to end with our random Sabres player of the episode, which we are going to share in three two one Daryl Shannon Morrison.